0: You're listening to the Clear Creek Resources podcast from Clear Creek Community Church, located in the Bay
1: Area of Houston. Well, welcome to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast. My name is Tiffany Havaducci. I am your host for the day. And I, uh, first, before we start, let me just uh, get this out of the way for the listeners, that if you hear any weird sounds, the building that we are in is having some maintenance done. And so it's a little bit distracting, but if you hear anything, it's because there are people walking on the roof, which is good. We were happy that this is happening. But if you hear that, don't be alarmed. Not an earthquake. We are doing great. Uh, but we, I'm sitting here today with Christy Williams and Becky Napoli. And I'm very excited about this conversation because we're going to talk about um, mentorship among women in the church. And so I know that this is a subject that all three of us love to talk about, and I'm excited to hear um, a little bit more about that. But before we jump in, is this the first time on the podcast for both of you? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) So then for the listeners, let's start with just a little bit about you. Tell us
2: how long you've been at Creek, what life's like in your world. We'll start there. Okay my name is Becky napoli and uh, i've been at Clear Creek now for ten years um raised in this area but did not go to clear but was always raised in church i um have two adult children both in their forties uh my son is married i have four uh grandkids in their twenties i have a seven year old great grandson and a hopefully um before long an an adopted one year old um great granddaughter um I'm a retired nicu nurse and, um, I serve in, I go to East 96 and I serve there in the children's ministry by helping to prep uh, what they do. Perfect. Awesome. I'm very grateful, uh, for you, for our friendship and for your
1: NICU knowledge. Cause when I had a baby, I was like, <laughs> Becky, tell me if this is normal. So good. <laughs> All right. How about you, Christy? All right. Um, yeah. Christy Williams. Um, gosh, we've
0: been at Creek 17 years, wow. which is crazy. Wow. That's also how long I've been a Texan and how long I've been married, so it's very easy. <laughs> um, and let's see, I've served in lots of capacities over the years, but currently I'm in children's ministry, usually with two-year-olds on Sunday mornings, and I serve on the story team, and then I'm starting to kind of get back into student ministry. It's been a long time, but... I'm excited about that. Oh, I am married to Chaz. <laughs> we
1: have three <laughs> daughters. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah, and I think that's it. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Well, I'm excited to talk with you guys today about this topic. Um, and the reason we're having this conversation is because we're starting a new sermon series called C- called Seasons. Uh, we're going to talk about just um, what it means to number our days. And so there is a really great opportunity that we have as women to connect with other women Um, In fact, it's even biblical, which we'll get into a little bit more about what the text says about that specifically. But I know that we all have a heart about this. So before we jump into like how to do it and what that looks like, first, let's talk about what it is. So what is this idea of mentorship or discipleship and why do you think it's important?
2: Well, for me, I think that it's forming relationships with other women, Mm -hmm. um, according to like what we're going to talk about in a few minutes is older women, which I'm in certainly in that category, um, getting with younger women, but it's also, it's not just me talking to them. It's also me listening to them Mm -hmm. because I've learned a lot from women that are younger than I, and it's just sharing. I think it's, um, it's a relationship where there's trust involved Mm -hmm. on both sides of the coin. Um, we, we help to maybe guide we have to make it safe and Mm -hmm. confidential, Mm -hmm. um, at least at the beginning. And it's just a time that we just can talk to other women Mm -hmm. and meet them on their plane and where they are in their life right then Mm -hmm. and offer them just biblical advice.
1: Yes. Love it. Keyword biblical. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think that's it. That's very, very wise, very important. I think, um, especially because sometimes like there's a lot of different places that we can get advice or seek wisdom from, but Mm -hmm if our goal is to make each other more like christ um then it's it's just a different kind of thing than just like uh you know seeking coaching or or whatever from from the outside world this is different right this is making us more like christ anything to add christy um let's see
0: just walking side by side that's i think that's important it's like what you were saying that's kind of the words i put to it like you're not just one person coaching another uh just because they happen to have a few more years or whatever, like you're side by side walking through <laughs> life, but like I think Definitely. the important is like like we're learning um we're learning from each other how to how to let Jesus love us
1: mm.
0: and how to allow that love to change us because
1: yeah anyway biblical. yeah that's great that's a very, very good point, I like it in fact um yeah, I think I think of like the great commission, right? We're supposed to make disciples that make disciples. And so um yeah, I mean there is some practical life advice especially yeah. women on on women, right? Like there's some things that uh, we may never hear from the pulpit, but like uh really really great advice from a woman of like, "Hey, I've been in the newborn phase or I know what this is like or I know what this this being a single woman is like." And so there's all different kinds of things that are sort of specifically female that we can help each other with right. that is, that's really helpful. And I don't even think it necessarily has to be like um, a super formal, like we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about this and I'm going to ask a specific question. You're going to give me a specific answer. I think a lot of times it's more organic. It's just like mm-hmm. doing life together. Mm-hmm helping each other to be more like Christ, right? So along that line of thinking, what do you think it looks like today? Um, Like, how can we do this? And I know, I want to start with you, Christy, Mm because you have um, established a a creative way to do this that I think is amazing. I'm going to let you talk about it in a second. Um, But it's Mm -hmm. based on Titus 2. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to ask you to read that that little section in a second, but just for our listeners to have some context for Titus 2. So... Uh, Paul is writing to a new church that's being established in Crete, uh, and a guy named Titus is going to lead that congregation, and so he's sort of giving them instructions on how to establish this church, starting with the leadership, and then it like sort of trickles down every demographic, and so he talks about um, what to look for in an elder and how older men can lead younger men and women too, and so just touch on that verse for a second and then tell us a little bit about how how you do this with your creative idea.
0: Okay. And so we're talking about Titus 2, and I'm going to, it's 3 through 5. Is that right? Yeah, You want perfect. me to do that one? Sure. Okay. Um, so older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled.
1: Love it. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, awesome. So, so this idea, man, um, it just came years ago. I mean, I'm realizing my second kid was like a toddler. <laughs> and I just kept feeling like God was putting this idea of like relationships between, you know, different generations of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized the idea of mentorship, that that's the word. And so originally I had this, like, kind of grand scheme idea. And it was very, like, uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, like, developed. And um, uh, anyway, I, I took it to some, some women that I trust in the church. And I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And they loved it. But they also said um, it needs to be more organic. Mm-hmm. Like, strip it down. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, I didn't know how to do that because the idea I had was very, like, program-oriented. Mm-hmm. like oriented. And it wasn't until we launched East and E6 that I kind of saw that. I was like, oh, like, I'm walking down. We have a very long hall. We all, <laughs> If you've been at Easton E6, we have this long hall we have to walk down. And I'm, like, walking down this hall, and I get into the lobby, and I'm like, already I thought this church was going to be smaller and there's already like so many women, Mm -hmm. so many people I don't know. Um, And so I started, that's when I started to realize, oh, this can be really, really simple. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is simply, well, the big idea is like, it needs to be organic. And, and I, it's basically like when I come to church and I'm walking down the hall into the lobby, like I just want to see people, specifically women, with whom I have had actual conversations. Like, I actually know them mm-hmm. and not just the surface, like, but I've had an actual conversation. Not, I'm not saying everyone, but I, uh, for me, it's like, how do I make church smaller? We always talk mm-hmm. about that with, like, doing that through small group. But this is just one other way mm-hmm. to make it smaller and is specific to women. Not that men can't do this, but mm-hmm. this is specific— for women and so um, the idea is just that uh, somebody hosts, they have dinner you um, you invite some women and this is the really specific part. you have to invite some women that are not in your normal group mm-hmm. um, that are outside of your generation. So when I have done this before, um, actually I think both of you were at one of my <laughs> dinner. So, yes. and Tiffany, you are kind of like, we're kind of the same age, but you are younger. And then, and then Becky. And then like, so I think there's like, uh, I think we decided four to five women, five is like kind of the max for y'all to get good conversations. And so, um, and we just decided we, I've done it a few times in like talking with other people. It seems like the best way is like you meet three times, like once a week. If you can manage in that time period, it doesn't have to be that way. And have dinner and then have intentional conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And I even got to a place where I wrote out questions for each time you meet. And they're kind of designed to get more um, uh, just like deeper Mm -hmm. um, as you get to know each other over that the course of those
1: three weeks. Yeah. I love this idea. So. Mm like you mentioned, we have been to what we call, we we lovingly refer to, we've titled it Titus Titus Two Dinners. (laughs) So we, yeah, we had a Titus Two Dinner and I loved it. One, I was thankful that you hosted because I had younger kids and I was excited to not have to clean my house. So thank you for that. (laughs) Um, And you provided a meal for us. And I loved the questions too, because it gave us a a place to start. And it is, it is intentional, right? It's not Mm -hmm. just like a, hey, we're hanging out. I mean, we are. There is a component of that, but it really is um, a way that the younger women can glean wisdom from the older women and the older women have uh, an outlet for their wisdom. It's like a mutual respect and appreciation. And I loved it. And mm-hmm. so then the goal is after you've gone to a Titus 2 dinner, then you can host one, right? Yeah. And so then yeah. this, this idea keeps going. And so I think a lot of times there is this um, hunger for for younger women to have somewhere to go right with all of this like how do I do life in a God glorifying way and Mm -hmm. um so we have a hunger for it and uh the older women have the answers but sometimes there's like this this disconnect between the two and so this is a really great way uh to to connect those two things um so shout out to Titus Two Dinners. I think everybody uh, should do it. It's just, it's a super great way. Is there any anything mm-hmm. else? How else can we can we do this? Like, what does this look like today?
2: Well, I think like for me, one of the things that I, I mean, granted, we want to, our, our mission is to bring unchurched people to become fully holy believers in in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. and we want to do that. But we are, we're not limited like the three of us happen to go to East 96. We're not limited to those people. Mm -hmm. However, when we have our usual life on Sundays, we are limited to them unless we choose to go to a different campus. So I think that for me, it's not just looking in the church. Mm -hmm. It's looking outside of the church even more for me Mm -hmm. because I retired from the hospital, but I work at college of the mainland. So I have, you know, like 75 students that I see all semester. Um, I, don't, I can't get up there and preach, mm-hmm. but I can hopefully convey something to them that will open up a pathway. They have to be able, because it's a state-funded school, they have to invite me into their world. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they do, it is free range. Mm-hmm. And um, also with like um, relatives mm-hmm. and just friends that are, that hopefully if they're not, in a church, if they don't have a relationship with Christ, that we can get to that point. Mm -hmm. Because I think the thing that a lot of people may not understand is we're not sitting here today to say, when you mentor somebody, it's all about God right. and you're going to preach to them and you're going to get out a Bible study and you're going to mm-hmm. do all of that. It's living life with them, right. as Christy, I think, said. Mm-hmm. And it's just forming that relationship mm-hmm. that then you feel like a safe person mm-hmm. and they can come and say, you know, I'm really having trouble with whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you can pray about it and you can impart some maybe experience and some Mm -hmm. wisdom, but some godly wisdom. And if, and it's okay for us to also remember, it's okay if I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. She's not coming to me. She's not paying me $150 an hour. (laughs) It'd be nice, but, um, (laughs) she's not doing that. It's just that we're just talking as friends Mm -hmm. and that then it's my place to know where to go or to Mm -hmm. help lead her somewhere else, but to say, I can't answer that, but we're going to, I'm going to walk this road with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just being a friend, but a different kind of mm-hmm. level of friends than just regular friendships yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a difference. Yeah.
1: yeah. I totally agree. And I mean, you mentioned small groups earlier too. I think yeah. that's a, a really natural way for it mm-hmm. to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. That structure already exists for us. And uh, Becky and I, we were in group together yeah. during COVID, which was crazy. So we did like in the living room, <laughs> zoom, patio, We've been through stages together, (laughs) but um, we did have a really diverse group uh, that we started with there. And that was really helpful too, because I think sometimes we look for these um, mentor relationships in the area of my life that I need. So like I'm having a hard time as a mom or I'm having a hard time in my marriage. And so I try to find another person who's a mom or I try to find somebody who's married. And so we had such a beautiful diversity in that Mm -hmm. group. And what I found is that I learned just as much about how to be a godly mom and how to be a godly wife from people who were not married and did not have kids because they taught me how to be a godly woman and so that spills Mm -hmm. over into parenting Mm -hmm. and it spills over into marriage but um yeah so also utilize your small groups and I think too um let's normalize asking other women out for coffee dates you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like sometimes (laughs) it's not it doesn't have to be like this structured thing but just like hey I see you I want to get to know you better I know that you have um, you know, or, or I'd like to, to study this with you, or I want to, you know, I want to pick your brain about, um, just how you're, you're full of wisdom. I just want to learn mm-hmm. from you. I want to know you. I want to, you know, s- see how we can connect. And so let's just go grab a coffee. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes it's like, that's, it's just as useful and just as mm-hmm. effective and and we can also be prepared for them. Like maybe it, it's not a good season and they're busy, but that doesn't mean yeah. they're rejecting you. Correct. This means you know, like I've asked people to mentor me before and they've said no. Yeah. And that's okay because, you know, they weren't rejecting me. They just didn't have the margin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kept their name and I'm going to ask again, shamelessly. <laughs> I'm going to keep yeah. asking until you mentor me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyways, so um, what do you think now are some challenges to this? So we've talked about some ways to do it, but what might get in the way? We've talked a little bit about like the, the gap in generation.
2: Um, Why do you think that is? What's, what is that? I sometimes think that, um, it's been my experience anyway, that a lot of times people look at you and say, oh, well, she's, she's never lived this. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking down Mm -hmm. at people, not down at people, but I'm looking at younger people thinking, oh girl, you just don't (laughs) know what I, you know, (laughs) I remember when this happened and this happened and Mm -hmm. this happened and you'll never know. That's, you're reading my history in your book Mm -hmm. and that we just sometimes allow that, Mm -hmm. that gap to become such a, a huge, Mm -hmm. area that we don't know how to get there. Or I look at a lot of people, I mean, y'all are the age of my children. Mm -hmm. And so I look at you as like, as my kids, Mm -hmm. well, that's okay in some places, but other times I just want to be Christy's friend. right? I Mm -hmm. just want to be able to talk to her Mm -hmm. about life or whatever. And I think so some Mm -hmm. of us, and I think some other challenges that we have right now too, are just commitment, the ability to commit Mm -hmm. uh, time, Mm -hmm. you know, because what happens in my life. I'm a widow now and so I don't have to worry about what my husband would want to do. Mm-hmm. But I have kids. I help take care of my great grandkids. Mm-hmm. So it's making that commitment mm-hmm. and then sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Um so I think those are some of the challenges that we have and personalities, because I might see mm-hmm. somebody and think, Oh, she's so, you know, perfect and she dresses mm-hmm. just right, and then there's me. And um so I think th- it's just what we per- our perception of other people mm-hmm. sometimes, other people's perception of us, mm-hmm. and, um, and then just making that commitment because you don't want to start something like this, mm-hmm. and then you be the one to drop out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's then to me that makes her feel like she wasn't worthy. Mm-hmm. She wasn't worthy. She wasn't mm-hmm. worthwhile. I that's see. never where you want to go. Right. You're mm-hmm. you're there to make her feel Jesus loves you. I love you because Jesus loves you. I don't really know you, but. Mm-hmm we want love to be there. Mm -hmm. And if I just drop her, Mm -hmm. then um, without some explanation, life happens. We understand that, but I don't want to just like push her by the wayside. Sure.
1: Yeah. I I think that's
2: some Mm -hmm. problems we can have.
1: Yeah. Anything to add? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Um,
0: No, I think one, I I thought it was like on the way over. I was like, it's just not part of our culture Mm -hmm. to do this. Right. It's not normal. And I'm like, you know, and we've all kind of heard this, but like there was a time in humanity when living this way with like all generations mm-hmm. all together was just part of
2: normal life. life.
0: <laughs> but um now it is very much not. Mm-hmm. And so we have to remember the scripture, like it literally says older women teach the younger women. Mm-hmm. And I think like, we have to remember like when God says it, like that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. So this is his idea. And so if we can follow it, we will be blessed. We just don't, but we're not, not going to know how until mm-hmm. we try it. <laughs> so I think like some really practical ways that I've just heard, and I've heard this, we were just in a small group mm-hmm. that was very diverse in age and, and like marital status and kids mm-hmm. and all of that. Um And it, it's been, I mean, I have loved all of the small groups I've been part of. Mm-hmm. But this one was my favorite <laughs> because I so desperately needed it. I mean, I mm-hmm. prayed specifically after the group, like in between these two groups. I was like, God, I know I need this right now. and mm. And so interestingly, I think. I think you've said before, like when you, we did the Titus 2 dinner, Mm -hmm. like you, that's when you kind of got this idea to have a group like that. And then, and then, and then I joined her small group, like (laughs) a few months later. So I was like, I set it up Mm -hmm. for myself. It was awesome. Um, (laughs) And we we
2: specifically, (laughs) Leslie Brown and I specifically prayed, Mm -hmm. please give us a very, a very diverse group Mm -hmm. because we know that we need each other mm-hmm. at different areas and times in life and we mm-hmm. want that for each other mm-hmm. and it was it, it was, was awesome. unbelievable mm-hmm. I was just yeah. like whoa this was Love it. great it was awesome
0: yeah. it was and they great. like sustained me through like couple of the hardest years of my life mm. so it was amazing mm-hmm. um, anyway but the practical things I think that hold people back I just and I've heard some of the yeah ladies in our group like I think um, one like sometimes they can just, like, feel like they're not qualified. Like, they have Mm -hmm. to have something special or, like, so much Bible knowledge Mm -hmm. or whatever. And that is not the case. Like, that's—we go there—you know, if we need Bible knowledge, we go to church or we do a Bible study. But, like, you know, we go to these types of relationships because we want life knowledge. And if you have more years that you have lived, then you have more life knowledge than I have, like, automatically. So I think that's something. And then— just, like, that they don't even, they don't see that us, like, the younger women, which I'm kind of in both categories now, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't see that younger women, like, want those relationships. Mm. Um, they don't know it. It's like they're not aware. Mm-hmm. And so I think the more that we as younger women, like, you know, go grab somebody on their shoulder and be like, hey, I want to have coffee with you. It doesn't have to be an assault, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. just, we say, like, because I talk to women all the time, people I follow on, like, social media, Bible teachers, things like that. Like, this is something we want. Mm-hmm. We want our older women. Like, we want them in our lives. We want them speaking into our lives. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know it's out there. I know people want it. But we have to go seek it mm-hmm. um, and let them know, hey, we want you. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not, like, just because you're retired doesn't mean, like, mm-hmm. like you're still very useful and we, you still have a lot to give.
2: You've not put um, us out to pasture. Of course not. We're not, not. putting yeah. you out to pasture. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Um, and then, uh, what did I say? The younger women. Um, yeah, it kind of was like the same thing you were saying. Like, we just don't make that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's our problem. Like, we, we don't make the time, um, even though it's like, gosh, it's, it's right here. Like, mm-hmm. this is what he says. He says this is the best way to live our lives is in this type, is in community all types of community, but this is an important part, and then what you said like awkward like mm-hmm. it can just be awkward, but I think if you like you don't have to put the word mentor right on it right, right. because yeah. that's just like this it comes it's like kind of loaded and it comes mm-hmm. with feels intimidating, yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean in the past, what I have actually done is i've just um and this this um came from denise ward i remember one time at some women's event years ago like she was talking about this topic and she just said just you younger women just go and i think she said something like grab on the shoulder i feel Mm -hmm. like that was (laughs) part of what she said but it was just like just go ask for the coffee Mm -hmm. and and so i kept that and i was like i'm i'm gonna start doing that because Mm -hmm. i was starting to like really get kind of desperate like Mm -hmm. i need these women and so um just it doesn't have to be a label. Like you don't have to have a plan. Just it's mm-hmm. it's right. kind of like dating, right? <laughs> you go and you just you got to make the first move, right? And so you go and ask the person out, like <laughs> for a coffee, for lunch. There's no commitment yet, mm-hmm. right? We're not defining any relationship. There's no status. <laughs> yeah. like we need uh, an app. For we're this. not putting <laughs> it on Facebook, you know? Or oh, sorry, let's. I'm speaking to <laughs> a different generation now. Okay. Um, But we're, it's just, we just want to get to know each other Mm -hmm. and then, you know, see how things pan out. And then, and then maybe later at some point you do decide, Hey, like, let's read this book together. Look, sorry, read this book together or do this Bible study or or something Mm -hmm. for me, like the uh, mentor I'm I have now, which it's it's weird. I I even feel it's weird to call her that. <laughs> She's just my friend, but like we started just like we both like walking, and so mm-hmm. we would just find places to walk and talk. Mm-hmm. You're right, that's it. Yeah, I and we think, had no agenda.
1: Yes, I think what I hear both of you saying is that um, it, it is this really beautiful marriage of uh, doing life together. And also, like, seeking God's truth together. So there is this piece of, like, we're. it's not just life mentorship, and it's not just Bible study, but mm-hmm. it's both. It's how to live according to the word that we've all right. said that is the most valuable priority to us, right? And so these relationships are really there to gospel us, because the gospel touches every aspect of your life. And so it's like... I have had those friendships before where I'm going through something and my first reaction is to freak out. And I call her Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, gospel me about this. And she reminds me of the gospel and how it affects the problem that I'm, that I'm having and who I am in Christ and how that's the most important thing more than the circumstance. And so I do think, um, yeah, there is sometimes this barrier and sometimes I think the younger women, we feel, awkward, vulnerable, putting ourselves out there. We don't want to be rejected. We don't want, um, you know, we we just feel a little bit, maybe we feel unworthy, right? And Mm -hmm. I think um, the older women, there seems to be a barrier of like, I, um, they don't feel wanted. They don't feel Mm -hmm. seen. And Mm -hmm. so, but we're both so desperate for each other, right? Like the younger women are like, please, I need wise advice. And the older women are like, I don't know that there's a place for me here. But really, um we both need, not just want each other, but need each other, yeah. right? And so, yeah, I think some some of it is just like, hey, ask her out for the coffee, ask her out for the lunch. If she can't mm-hmm. do it, it's not a rejection of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it won't happen if neither of us put ourselves out there. Correct.
2: Right? Yes. Yeah. Somebody's got to take that first step. Yes. And I think that we need to, I think you use the word vulnerabil- vulnerability, and I think that's so important because, like, I know – um, Some people have said to me that I was blessed because I was married for 43 years before my husband passed away. Yes. And there's so much divorce out there today. But that doesn't mean I think any less of you because you were divorced. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't think any more of me. I was just blessed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that we need to be able to share I accept you for what you've gone through. You mm-hmm. accept me for where I am, for where I, what I went through, and that we can then have this more real relationship where there's not, well, you know, let me tell you where you went wrong because mm-hmm. that's not the person that I want to be. I just want them to, um, I want them to feel safe. I think I've already said that, but I think that vulnerability and then the transparency mm-hmm. with all of us.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and even the humility on the younger woman's part, right? I mean, I, you can teach me about, what it looks like to be a godly wife and you can teach me about what it means to be a godly woman and and singles you can teach a single woman what it looks like to to have her relationship and her identity formed in Christ and not any other thing and so Mm -hmm. um yeah I don't know that it necessarily has to be a demographic match but I do think that um we have to be humble enough to learn from anyone Mm-hmm. Right, not not just the thing that you're
2: particularly looking for, so yeah, and I think today too, um, that a lot of things like social media and mm, uh, point. movies and songs and just everything that's out there a lot of times lend women to thinking they're not enough, mm. they're not good enough, mm-hmm. they're not smart enough, strong enough, pretty enough, what all of those different things and they either don't know because they've never been told, Mm -hmm. or they don't accept, or they just don't, they're just too down to believe that God loves me right Mm -hmm. right here, whether I'm fluffy or whether I'm skinny, whether I'm old, whether I've got gray Mm -hmm. hair, no hair, whatever. God made me. God loves me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to accept you Mm -hmm. because God accepts you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's another thing that we can have with women mm-hmm. is to say, you know, and to not be afraid to say, I love you. Yes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> like, you know, Chris, I mean, I, I've said this to Chrissy before. I truly love her. Mm-hmm. Tr- I truly love you. Mm-hmm. Enough to get be- matching tattoos. If I'm matching tattoos, yes. <laughs> kind of weird, but yes. yes okay. Love it. Um, I was 70, though. I'll just say that when I got mine. <laughs> um, but I think just to be able to say, I love you because you are God's. Mm-hmm. You're God's beloved. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. love you. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes, especially the younger women, because y'all go through so much more than I've had to go through in my life in that way with status and mm. um, you're not good enough or you're Okay. And so I think that as older women, we can, I want to be able to help them feel you are so important mm. just because you're you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. um, You guys keep saying the word, and I always, I can never say this, vulnerability.
1: Perfect. Yes. That was great. Good job. <laughs> like, I'm going
0: to screw it up. Um, yeah, so... I, and, and you said, like, transparency. You're saying these things. And I, I think that's another big obstacle mm-hmm. that may not be, like, like it might be, oh, I don't have time or or I, I can't because of whatever. But I think that can be an underlying thing that may be, mm-hmm. like, just subconscious to keep people um, from diving into these relationships. Or even it can even just be, like, diving in a small group because mm-hmm. that's scary, right. yes. too. True. But, like, when you get just one-on-one with somebody... There's this level of, I mean, not just transparency, because that's one thing. But when you're vulnerable, like, there's an openness and a rawness there Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that some people, like, they don't want to go. They don't want to go there. And so um, I've just been thinking about that a lot because um, there's just somebody I listen to, uh, podcasts and stuff, and a preacher, he's a preacher, and he has said this, and it just keeps sticking with me, um, that... We receive forgiveness and cleansing vertically, like from God. Mm-hmm. But we receive healing through community. Like, so we receive mm-hmm. that horizontally is what he says, mm-hmm. through community. And he backs us up with James, which we just finished yes. going through. Uh, and I'm going to read it. If that's okay. Of course. Can I read the Bible?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, from
0: James 5.16. He says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And so that's how he backs it up is saying like, yeah, we receive this forgiveness only from God, Mm -hmm. but the way he has set up how we live is to receive healing when we confess horizontally to each other Mm -hmm. in community. And I mean, you know, at this church, we're very huge proponents of small group and community and Mm -hmm. making church smaller. And so but mentorship is like, man, if you've got a lot of baggage and you have a lot of stuff you need to confess... You may not be able to do that in a small group setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you might just need right. that one on one person. And I've just like, I just want to say from my own personal experience, I have walked that road for many, many years mm-hmm. of having received forgiveness and cleansing from God, but still holding on to some stuff. And not real, I didn't even realize what I needed to do. But it wasn't until I, Started confessing sin mm-hmm. to one other person. It started with one person mm-hmm. um, that I actually started healing mm-hmm. from old mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. old stuff mm-hmm. um, that I barely even knew was still plaguing me mm-hmm. and holding me back. And that one other person just so happened to be my mentor. Again, I don't call her my mentor. Right. I don't call Your her friend. up and say <laughs> hi, mentor. Uh-huh. Like she's my friend, mm-hmm. and we. And it was terrifying mm-hmm. to sit there and and well, throw all this up, like vomit on her basically. Um but I did it because mm-hmm. I felt God compelling me to do it. Mm-hmm. It was very much an act of obedience. Mm-hmm. Um and she was amazing and mm-hmm. just full of grace and love and truth and she has walked with me side by side for mm-hmm. the past like year and a half, however long we've been I've been doing this journey of healing, but but I think, you know, like if you're that person and that's what's scaring you, I'm just going to say that it's totally worth it Mm -hmm. um, because God does have healing for all of us, but just because he is God and he can do what he wants, he set it up in a way that we have to do that in community. Like that's just how he set it up. You can be forgiven for the rest of your life, and you can walk with God forgiven. But it just seems to be from what we find in the Bible and what just I have found to be true in real life. Like, that kind of healing doesn't come until we start talking to each other. Um, so, yeah, I just want well, to make sure I yeah. said that.
1: No, that's a good point. I do think it's it's true, too, that... Um, we're not just saved as individuals, right? Mm-hmm. We're saved into a community, into the church, the bride of Christ. And mm-hmm. so there is um there is a completeness that happens when we're in community, right? That's it's part of the sanctifying experience. Um sanctifying meaning being made more uh like Christ, right? One degree at a time. And so um yeah, there is there is a completion that happens in community because I think sometimes you can't even see your own sin. Sometimes yeah. you need somebody else to call it out in you, right? Or yeah. you need somebody who's praying for you, or or whatever the case may be. I had a similar experience that one of my mentors, one of some of the best advice she ever gave me was the moment that you identify the temptation or the moment that you identify the sin, confess it immediately. Yeah. And so, and she saved me some from some terrible decisions because I confessed quickly. But she. Proactively opening up that door for me was actually a protection and a safety for me. Right, mm-hmm. she was saying, oh. "Hey, confess quickly." And by the way, <clears throat> I'm a landing place for that. Right, and I'll walk with you through it like your friend. Yeah. So, praise God for good mentors. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I agree. There is a there's a completion that happens in community. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and so we've shared a little bit about. Uh, how that, how this mentoring relationship has impacted our life. Do you guys have anything else, any other ways that this has grown you spiritually or
2: just um, moved powerfully in your life? I think for me, one thing is that it's made me look inside me mm-hmm. and see where I was, where I have been, see my um, positive things, mm-hmm. see things that I didn't do so well Um wish that maybe I would be in that situation again so I could do it differently. Mm-hmm. But it's made me really look at me because I can't talk or help somebody else if I give them all the accolades that they want to hear. But inside, I know you are so not telling her the truth or you're mm-hmm. not sharing. If she has a something that she comes to me with, um, I don't want to say, oh, I have done that. And it's so easy to get past that mm-hmm. or say, oh, it was the worst thing. I wanted <laughs> to just, you know crawl in my bed and never get out of it. Mm -hmm. I want to be honest. Mm -hmm. So I need to choose my words Mm -hmm. and choose what emotion I give that over to. But then to realize, I think when we are placed in that position, they come to us because they want us. I'm the one who gets the blessing Mm -hmm. because I'm being obedient. Mm -hmm. I'm hopefully giving somebody introspective... a a way to look at God and to trust him, Mm -hmm. whether it's for their salvation or just because he's who he he says Mm -hmm. he is Mm -hmm. and that he loves them and that Mm -hmm. they're enough, that Mm -hmm. they are enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to realize then, at that point, I'm the one who gets blessed Mm. and that that is so cool. Um, And, you know, sometimes we pray, especially as older women, as I've really done this Titus 2 thing and, you know, got to meet, I knew who y'all were, but I didn't like know you. Um, and so I prayed about it, and the person who I was just a navigator with, we prayed hard and long. Give us a diverse group, and mm-hmm. I just want to say, be careful what you pray for, <laughs> <laughs> because God does have a sense of humor, yeah. And um, He will give you what He wants you to have, mm-hmm. yeah. But He's like, okay, you're going to ask for it, girlfriend. Okay, let's 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 walk that street. And I think that that it has um, opened my eyes to many things. That mm-hmm. makes me kinder, mm-hmm. more accepting mm-hmm. of things that I might not have been accepting of mm-hmm. a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- I hope that it's made me easier to talk to mm-hmm. because I see more mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. than I did. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't so you know my road was like this, and now I hope that my road is like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure but that's my what i strive for.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it is. <laughs> Thank you. I think so. Thank no, you. No, i i love ah, that's so good. Like just the perspective shift mm-hmm. that happens when we're in these relationships. I mean, on both sides, you know, like older, younger, right. like I think and and just having lived more life, you know, like for me, I'm like looking at younger moms like I mean, i still have a young kid, but you know, like new and new in marriage. And I'm like, I just, I have so much more compassion Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not like, I, there was a time when I would be like, oh, I can't believe she's choosing that diaper. That's so dumb. (laughs) Or like like formula, Mm -hmm. stupid things. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, now I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. man, (laughs) come on. Let's like have, can we just have a talk? Like, let's just talk this out. Like, you're living through some hard stuff, so I think that perspective shift is is huge and um I thought a lot about like there's been probably four women I'm thinking since like college my college years that have like truly impacted me and and yeah there were there weren't any labels on these relationships right. I and mean, um they were just it was proximity Mm -hmm. and like they were just available to me and Mm -hmm. it just happened that we were in the same place at this, at the right, you know, right right place at the right time. And where I, I needed somebody, um, again, just, just to walk with me. And I will say that, I mean, there's lots of ways that God, things that God has used to make me closer to him. But, um, I think that's the biggest, Mm. um, Piece of like value for these types of relationships is, right. is that we just get to we get closer to God because the more yes, we're yes. just open, um and and again, if we're doing this type of relationship because it's biblical, then part of why we're doing this is to be changed, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. Um and to become more like Christ, like you were saying about sanctification. Like so if we're allowing ourselves to open up like that, be being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. confessing, all of that, then it is going to change us because, I mean, God says he will, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's going on his promise. So um, I just, I think if, you know, this is just, it's one of many ways. Right. It's one of the best things you can do if you are, you just really want um, to know God better and to really have him change you. Like, If you're ready to go to that level, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like this is a great way. Like Mm -hmm. find find that woman. And it might take a while. Sure. You know, but ask God. Like pray for Mm it. Ask him. Mm Because like I said, like I prayed for that group and he gave it to me and it was awesome. Yeah. And I'm sad it's done. (laughs) (laughs) It, It had to end, but you know.
1: Yeah. Praying know. now for the next one,
0: right? Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: I, no, I agree. I think some of the benefit too, like I mentioned earlier, sometimes you have blind spots, you need people to sort of help you call out. Yeah. But the opposite is true too. You also need people kind of looking from the outside in, having a more mm-hmm. objective lens going, hey, you may not see this, but I see growth in you here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that you're becoming more like Jesus here. Like the way you just responded to that is so much more spiritually mature than you were a year ago. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it's, yes, we we need you know, sometimes our um, sharp edges rounded, but we also need encouraged in the way that we are growing right. too. I think both of those are are beneficial. So, let's say for the woman listening to us talking about the value of these relationships and and how much they have uh, just been precious to us and transformed our heart at the same time. She's like, okay, yes, I'm all in on discipleship. You convinced me. Great. Let's get a mentor. What now? Like, how do we do this? Where does she go from here? What's the next step that she can take to sort of move in this direction? Do you think?
2: If she's not in a small group, Mm -hmm. that's a great, a wonderful place to start. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets her into her if she goes to a small group that is in the campus that she goes to, Mm -hmm. excuse me, then it helps her to meet more people for that campus and to, um, strengthen herself. And when she walks down that for us, that long (laughs) hallway, she can say hi to more than Mm -hmm. one person. Right. Um, I think also to look at perhaps where she works, where, who her peeps are, you know, Mm -hmm. she works here. So for me, I work in a college, so, I have all these students that hopefully I can make an impact on them. You know, 25 instructors Mm -hmm. um, that I can hopefully, and there are a couple that I have walked alongside Mm -hmm. with for different things. And I have one that is definitely one of my prayer partners and she's one of the instructors. And it's awesome because we can get together, you know, there, I think finding, looking at her the older woman as well as the younger woman looking at herself in the mirror and say, where do I go? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Who do I see? Who do I meet? That, And just because you're not 72 like me doesn't mean you can't be 43 and be older than a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. So it's not all the seasoned, retired people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just people who you happen to be a year or two older mm-hmm. or you know, 50 years older or whatever. Um, But look in the mirror and who do I see? Who do I see daily? Who do I see once a week? Where might God, who might God be showing me? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like I look at the generations that I can span. And we're a four-generational family now. So I have people in my age, the retirees. My kids are in their 40s. My grandkids are all in their 20s. And then I have the seven and the Mm one-year-old. So I can kind of speak... Or I can learn. Mm-hmm. I can learn from you about mm-hmm. your girls and what's going on. I can yeah. learn from her mm-hmm. with her, you know, her three different, her daughters in three different ages. Mm-hmm. So you can help me just as much in some ways that I can help you. So it's also an exchange. Mm-hmm. So I think look in the mirror and see who you're around. Look at mm-hmm. yourself and look at your, your environment. Mm-hmm. And I think that can help.
1: Mm-hmm. a lot to yeah. at least
2: start you on your yeah. path.
1: Just identify who God has put in your
2: yes. the spheres of influence that you're already in. And then ask him, mm-hmm. don't, I think we just, our church just went through bless. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, pray mm-hmm. yeah. and just pray mm-hmm. because the, I think the worst thing that I can do is just say, oh, I think she needs my help. She needs and help. and <laughs> so let me go help her and fix her. Mm-hmm. And I might be of some use to that person, but probably not the use that somebody else could be to her Mm -hmm. in her sadness, sorrow, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think to pray Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it says in there, you can go eat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you can serve. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that we can do, but I think bless kind of Mm -hmm. goes into this mentorship Mm -hmm. type thing so that we learn how to, how to react with people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Love it. Very good.
0: Pray, (laughs) like ask God, like if, if that's what you're wanting, you need that person in your life or you see that you have like margin and, Mm -hmm. and you have that desire to like, to, um, walk alongside someone else younger, just ask God so he can, he'll show you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he'll just show you. And, and I mean, all the things Becky said are awesome. And then, um, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Totally forgot. It's okay. We were talking about uh, what, what. But do we yeah, do what do we do? Oh yes, and then for for the younger women who are like, I, I want that relationship, and they kind of know, and they see that they have that person in mind. Like we're talking about this, and they already know. Get over the awkwardness. <laughs> Go and do it. Just do it. Just ask him for coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make the first move, and um, and then just. Uh, oh yeah, Titus do dinner. You yeah, Titus totally totally Yeah, do that if you're yeah. if that's if that sounded really cool, and mm-hmm. you want to make your church smaller and know more women and different, inger- mm-hmm. you know, we say intergenerational. It's a big mm-hmm. word. Um, then yeah, just I I, I kind of gave you the blueprint. Like mm-hmm. I do have actual questions I've written up, and I don't mm-hmm. know if we can. Yeah, I don't we can, know. We can figure out a way. We can, it it there, we can link
1: something. Sure. Yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> I mean, but it's easy. There's mm-hmm. no program. You don't have to sign up. Mm-hmm. You are not. There's no no lord over the Titus two <laughs> groups. Like you do it. You just go and do it and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think those are all really great places to start. I mean, some themes that I heard throughout our conversation is like uh, you said, get in a small group, and we we have a group link coming up. So yeah. mm-hmm. now in this sort of Sorry. in between time, in the weeks leading up to it, let's pray about it. Let's yeah. let's pray for for God to put you in the group that he has for you Mm -hmm. with, with women who can disciple you. And, um, yeah. And I hear you saying like, let's both parties, let's remove sort of the pride from this situation. Right. Like Mm -hmm. be vulnerable to ask and, and also realize that they're not the younger women aren't coming to the older women. Um, because of your human wisdom, we're coming after the, your God, right? So we're, <laughs> yeah. we're coming after what you've learned through your time with him. So yeah. all of us are seeking Christ. Um, yeah. And ultimately, it, and if we're, if, if
0: somebody is coming to you, like it's, it's just what you just said. Like they see, they see that you have Jesus mm-hmm. in a different kind of way. Right. Like it's, It's not because you have everything together or Mm -hmm. the perfect retired life or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that, they just see something different and special about the way you love Jesus, the way you serve, Mm -hmm. and that's what they want. Right. Yeah. Right. Which And you can give that away easily.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's definitely not like a disrespectful thing, right? It's not that we don't want you, but it's that we want Jesus that we see in you. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's it. That's what all of us are after, which is good that hopefully that's a freeing thing, right? It's that you don't have to be our savior. It's, Uh, we want to walk Uh, with you, Mm -hmm. um, and glean from the things that you've learned from him. So Mm -hmm. I love it. I also think too, there is a, a, a part of this that like, for me, I have, uh, more of a, uh, I don't know what the word is, but, um, I have no qualm about going up to somebody and asking for a coffee Mm -hmm. date and getting shot down, but that's not (laughs) the case for everybody. Right. Like maybe there's a a woman listening who like social anxiety is real. And, and the idea of coming up to someone that you don't know and inviting them for like this cold invitation is a big hurdle. And so there are things that, right, like pray about the small group. I think that's a good Mm -hmm. idea. Um, And I also don't think that it's necessarily age. It has to be an age gap, right? Sometimes maybe it's a younger woman, but she's been a believer longer. Maybe you're a new believer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, her spiritual walk may be older than yours. And so I think like if that's the case or if it's something that we're – or you're a young new believer that you're wanting to know more about the Bible, then – Go get in a class, right? Yeah. You're gonna go there and be in an environment of people who are also learning the Bible together. And so maybe ask one of them, like, "Hey, let's let's do this homework together, mm-hmm. or let's, you know, go go discuss it together." And so there mm-hmm. are some some natural, um, more programmed avenues yeah. that you don't have to have to go and and shoot your shoot your shot on yeah. on the friend dating thing, right? You could take a <laughs> <I'm> class, <laughs> you could do small no, yeah. group, you
0: can you I'm, can do things that are there. I'm glad you brought that up because like. I just, I was like, I wasn't, yeah. I, I, when I first, like, I'm thinking of, like, the first couple of women who were kind of, like, mentors to me when I was in college, like, I, I definitely was not in a place where I would have asked anyone. Mm. It just, they just happened to be in my life, and that's just the relationship that naturally mm-hmm. formed. And mm-hmm. it did take me many years to get up the courage to, like, go ask somebody. Mm-hmm. So... Good point, and there's yeah. there's I mean, lots of ways you can kind of kind of like wedge your way in, and mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I love that idea. Classes, and of course, small group. Yeah, yeah, and and there's women's events now. You can yeah. like, at least oh, there yeah. it's a good mm-hmm. environment, right? You're mm-hmm. with the women of your campus or Bible study with yeah. women from our church trying to learn the Bible. So mm-hmm. there are some ways that are set up for you, and if you feel comfortable, then then ask somebody out for lunch. But yeah, um, yeah. is there anything else? Anything else about this topic you want to add before we before we wrap up? I don't think so. Yeah, that's okay. No, I think. no is an acceptable answer. Yeah. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, sounds <Just, laughs> good. I don't know. Maybe just
0: God is so good. Yeah, and like just the more we seek Him, and and seeking Him in these ways, like He's already laid it out. Mm. Like he's he's got the he's got it all set up, and we just kind of have to follow Him, and I mean keep seeking, like keep asking, but um. He has the best ways already set up for us. And so we don't have to go think of this big, grand idea. Like, it's just, it's right there.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And so just seek him and ask him.
1: Just ask him, and
0: Mm -hmm. he'll show you. Yep. Mm Yep.
1: I agree. Some of the best uh, advice my own mom ever gave me is that in our life, we're constantly doing this. Like, we're constantly reaching up and reaching down. Mm -hmm. And so not down as in under, but someone who is younger in whatever the experience is, right? So um, I think that's a good question to ask, is like, who are you learning from and who are you teaching? Mm -hmm. Because we're called to do both all the time. So um, we can prayerfully ask for who those people are and, and go from there. I love it. I'm so glad that you guys you girls sat down and had this, I say guys cause I'm from Illinois, sorry, uh, but that you ladies sat down and chatted with me about this today because uh, I learned a lot. I'm really grateful for both of your friendships. I'm grateful um, for the, the time that we've had together, Titus two dinners. Our kids have gone to peewee school and, and they're the same age, and so mm-hmm. I'm just grateful that we've been in the same circles for a while. And I'm very grateful for our time in class together and group yes. together mm-hmm. every Sunday, sneak and hugs. So <laughs> thank you both thank for sitting down with me and we will catch you guys on the thank next you. one. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want
0: to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Thanks so much for joining us
2: today.